Good evening and welcome once again to the Daily Audio Prayer. I am Sean Odenhall and today we are going to start off. It seems like it's so um, easy to fear what's happening. But we have a God who has called us 22 times in the New Testament to fear not. And many times in the Old Testament to fear not. And what we are going through pales to many of the things that happened in the Old Testament. Can you imagine coming to a body of water and having an army of Egyptians who are going to kill you running behind you soon to overcome you, you think. And God takes the waters and parts them. And they cross. And many are still fearing because even though the waters are parted, they're running on the bed of the ocean, of the, of the, uh, the sea. And they think the armies are going to follow. And they do follow them. Yet God takes the waters, closes them up on top of the Egyptians. So we have, we have so many examples of how God protects his people. And he protects us. So let us pray and pray with courage and pray with excitement and joy that God is going to protect us and keep us from danger. And we don't have to fear. We do not have to be afraid. Um, And then we will go into the Hebrews portion that we're studying and going over and praying through the new covenant Hebrews 8, 6 through 13, we'll be praying through that. So, Lord, we come before you. We thank you that you are a God who has called us to not fear. You are a God who's called us to be courageous. Many, many times in the Old Testament, we have stories and we have examples of how you have protected your people, how you have done miraculous things and how you have saved your people. And you've saved us over and over again. We have no idea what you protect us from most of the time. Yet you are always there to protect us. You are our God. And as we will learn in this portion of Hebrews, I will be your God and you will be my people. That is a promise. So we take that today, knowing that we are your your people And we have a God who says, I will be your God. And we pray, Father, for those that are fearful of this um, situation in the world. We pray for those that are sick, those that um, that have family members that are sick, but mainly those who are fearful of what's happening and who are listening to the media. We pray that you would keep them from listening to the voices of the media, those of Um, who um, are, and that's what we hear most of. So um, most of the time people we listen to are not saying much, but the media is constantly trying to um, cause us to tremble. But we do not have to do that. And I pray that those who are listening will heed, will run to your word. Your word is a refuge and your word will keep us not only from sin, but your word keeps us from falling into fear 
and we trust that and we know that that is true and we can ba- we can bank our lives on that that your word is true and that you are all able to protect us we pray for our country for the world lord that those who um are um in danger lord you would protect them and draw them near to you you would draw your people the church to you towards you and they would hold on to you tightly and not listen to the um, the voices that are calling them to fear and to tremble and to not trust you you are trustworthy you have proven yourself over and over again so we thank you for that and lord we now come to your word the new covenant hebrews 8 6 13 through 13 For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds, write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. What a wonderful word that is, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Father, we we, uh, know that the first covenant, the covenant that was given to your people, was faultless because you said, look, the days are coming when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day that I took them by their hand to lead them out of Egypt because they did not continue. I disregarded them. So the blame for the broken covenant lay squarely on your unfaithful people, Lord. Yet the point of this passage that we will are praying to you today, O God, is to show the inadequacy of that old covenant life. We thank you that that you have given us a new covenant, one that is based on um, not our faithfulness, but on your faithfulness, and a covenant that that is. Um, is new, this new covenant. Lord, thank you for the example that we have. Thank you that you love your people enough to give them a covenant. And that they that that they had the opportunity to trust in you. Lord, we thank you for this covenant, for the old covenant did not convey to the people the inward power needed to fulfill its demands. In this covenant that you give us, we worship you and we thank you that this covenant, the new covenant of the blood of Jesus, gives us inward power needed to fulfill its demands. That's the difference. And we thank, Lord, Lord, we know that your spirit was placed in... um, in your people in different times, different places in the Old Testament. Lord, when we read Psalm 119, we uh, rejoice and we thank you for that psalm that we can pray that, that psalm. And we see that, that David, uh, the Spirit of God, was living inside of him. And he was able to rejoice and he was able to see clearly your word and the power of your word. Lord, um, it was a, intentionally, it transformed those who come to God through it. 
the new covenant is able to succeed where the old one failed. Lord, thank you. Lord, we will focus tonight on these promises. And and Lord, as we look at these promises, we, um, we see them as promises that are given with an oath, with a God who cannot lie. And we are so grateful and we praise you tonight that you said that I will put my laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. Thank you that your laws are in our minds and you have written them in our hearts. For the Old Testament did not, did not give your people the ability to receive love or keep its demands. I know that they were able to hear your words, but they couldn't keep its demands. They didn't have the power to do that. But the new covenant is applied by you, O God, to the hearts of your children, the men and women of today in the new covenant. And the promise of your inward work, we're grateful and we trust you, Lord, that you will work faithfulness into us what the old covenant could not do. You reveal your law to our minds. Lord, when we're reading your word, we thank you that when we read your word, when we read, when we pray your word, you give us understanding, you write it on our hearts, and you change us. Lord, you change us. We thank you that your word changes us because we cannot change ourselves. On our own, Lord, our sinful desires overcome us. But you change us by your word. And we're grateful, Lord, that as we read your word, the excitement and the power of it comes over us and gives us power over sin. We thank you for that. It increasingly reveals your character. May we become more like you, like your character. Lord, pray that this would encourage every struggling Christian about the benefit that will come through the sincere and persistent study of your word. The persistent study of your word. That is what we need, Lord. Father, we trust this great promise that what we are to do is to become people of your word. May we do that. May everyone listening today become people of your word. We say that we cannot change our hearts, and that is true. But you give your mind to the word of God. When we give our mind to the word of God, for those that are listening, when you give your mind to the word of God, you can seek the light that shines forth from Scripture. May that light come into our hearts. And as our mind is transformed, which is what you promise, we, we trust that that will happen, that our mind is transformed, you will shine that light into our hearts and warming it to the things of God. Oh God, may that be true of us. May our hearts, our cold, dark hearts, be warmed to the things of God. May we not be warmed and comforted by the things of the world because they will disappoint us. May that never, ever happen. Thank you. May you continue to reveal your law to us. Give us understanding. Write it on our hearts. You change us so that we will increasingly reveal your character. Let this, I pray that this would encourage every struggling Christian.
And Lord, the other, the second promise you say, you give us, which is a promise again, confirmed by an oath that you cannot lie. You will be merciful towards their iniquities and remember their sins no more. We praise you. Lord, this is the great fundamental promise and grace of the new covenant. The first thing that is necessary is the free pardon of our sin. Oh God, we are, oh, what can we say, Lord, that you give us pardon from our sin, not just temporary relief through one uh, one year of sacrifice of the blood of bulls and goats, but the blood of the lamb, the Calvary lamb. You forgive our sins. You have pardoned our sins. You forgive our sins by the blood of a spotless sacrifice. You are the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. You're forgetting, God. Thank you that it's based on your forgiving. Thank you that you have been fully satisfied. Lo, Lord, may those listening today know that you have been fully satisfied. May they not carry with them guilt and and pain of and, and just the, the ugliness of their sin, but know that their sin has been forgiven, fully paid, and you remember their sins no more. Thank you. Lord, you say in Psalm 103, 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far do you remove our transgressions from us. So the culminating promise, I will be their God. You will be our God and we shall be your people. Thank you that we shall all know you from the least to the greatest. Lord, you give us personal, direct fellowship with you. This is the crowning blessing of the new covenant. The condition is holiness. For you are holy and you promise to write your law into our hearts. Your holy law into our hearts. How wonderful, Lord. How wonderful it is that you do this for us. You replace the old covenant with a new one, a covenant that deals with both our internal problems, a sinful nature, and our external problems, the guilt of our sin. You, O Lord, have overwhelmed our sin with the portion of your grace and the power of your grace. Lord, just as a bride and groom, your wedding vow as our groom is I will be their God. May we have as those that shall be his people. May that be our joy that we are your people. Lord, for those listening, oh God, may they experience this joy of being your people. Lord, strengthen them. Fill them with your power. Fill them with a love for you. Fill them with the desire to seek your word, to come to you and to um, be soaked into your word and be filled with the power of your word. May they have an expression of fidelity, marital commitment and intimacy And may we as your church cry as that of a loving and faithful wife. 
And the way we see the bride in the wedding gown. Lord, you see the bride and we see a bride in a wedding gown. May we understand that you see us all that all the time, every day, that same way as your bride in the wedding gown. A love relationship. Oh Lord, may the church, may we who are listening see ourselves that way. That a love is sealed and consummated forever by the blood of Jesus and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, for those who struggle with the idea of an intimate God today, may they see clearly that you are not a God who's far off, a God who judges, who's constantly just looking at our sin and looking at our behavior, but you love us just as a groom loves his bride. You, Jesus, have woven our gown of righteousness. You have taken away our sin. As the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, you, O oh God, rejoice over us. We thank you that for that, that you rejoice over us. You have given us a garment of salvation, a robe of righteousness, even the righteousness of Christ. Lord, thank you for all this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I know I have gone way beyond the time that I normally go on this, but what a this has been a wonderful passage from Hebrews that we can pray through because this is... This is who we are. We are the bride of Christ. He loves us. And we, if we give him the opportunity, if we take the time to know him, then we will experience joy like we never have experienced before. And we will hunger after him, hunger after this time of intimacy. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your patience with my long windedness. And uh, love you guys and pray for you and um, all over this world. For everyone listening, may the, may the peace of God and the, the power of God just, just overwhelm you today and tonight. And you experience his closeness. In Jesus' name, I pray that. Amen. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.